What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digger Dulamite. Purple bling bling, y'all. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 159 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, we've got my partners in crime. First on deck, we got Dez, aka the high res hater, aka the oh gosh, I screwed that up. That's what this is what I get for working overtime and then coming yeah. in and recording this show. Yeah. AKA the high res hater. Well, are we do that or are you just gonna let it roll? We'll roll with it. We'll let roll with it. AKA the high res hater, AKA the cat daddy, AKA the gamer step daddy. And I know I forgot one of them, but I can't remember for the life of me. So, Dez, how are you going, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Bear, no, you said Bear. I think you said them all. I think you got them all. I yeah. think there's one in there that I forgot. Nah, it's all you good. can, you can hey. leave off the gamer stepdad. Nope. I won't be reminded of that. <laughs> no, that's the ish. best one. That's the ish. That's the, that's the, Drop that off. That's I ain't no one stepson. Hails to the no. Don't hate. Don't, hails. Be hateful. don't be hateful. Okay. Keep being hateful. I won't give you ice cream. Okay. <laughs> I won't take you to the Chaffee Zoo. So. <laughs> I, anyway. I ain't going to a damn zoo to see your. Oh, never mind. Hey, now. <laughs> okay. That's your grandma now. Anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Uh, also, I had a, had a quick announcement. Uh, for all of you who are a part of our Discord and who follow us on Twitter, we have been uh, trying to revive our, or we're going to revive our game night. And so I did a poll, and it looks like Thursday is the day for our game nights. We are have a poll going right now for the time, the start time, and it looks like uh, there's four start times: 4 p.m. East uh, Pacific. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and 8 p.m. Eastern, and 6 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. Eastern, and it looks like the 6 p.m. is is winning. So if you would like to get in and vote on the start time, please go to our Discord or or go to our our Twitter, uh, Gaming Vessels at Twitter, and uh, or follow one, either one either either one of us, uh, me, uh, Joe, or Kev, and you can get a link to it. Uh, we really want to start this up. Uh, we're most likely going to be using our Discord for our community talk uh, because we want be, we, we want to encourage people to play and and to talk with us. So even if we're not all playing the same game on the same system, it doesn't matter because Discord is kind of that great connector. So we just want to talk, have fun, and hang out. So uh, please uh, take the time to go in and answer that, answer those questions. Uh, we would love to hear, have your feedback and talk to you about this because we want to start, uh, sometime next week. So, uh, by the time you hear this, we usually post this on Sundays. So we'll probably close it, uh, Monday, Monday evening. And then, uh, we'll have our first game night next Thursday, which is, dun, 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 which would be the 24th of December. So, December. 
Sorry. Jingle bells, jingle Sorry. bells, jingle all the way. I don't know why I was thinking of December. Maybe I just really want presents. <laughs> or or I got to buy presents for this naughty uh, stepson that I have. Uh, either way, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a gracious stepfather, so he'll be getting something in his stocking besides school. Uh, but yeah, so thank you so much for everyone who, who has participated so far. And thank you to everyone who will participate in the future. And let's get this game night going. So that's all for me. All right, of course, that other <laughs> that other voice you heard belonged to Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> who is that food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar? What's up, bro? Not much. I actually made it to recording in time. I went to Costco like 45 minutes ago and... Thank God for the self-checkout at Costco and and then obviously having a game plan. I don't go up every damn aisle in the joint, but Saturday Costco runs are always fraught with danger and possible Mm. COVID implications. So I got in and out of there, even though I stopped by the drill at the OLEDs for uh, two two minutes, two seconds. Yeah. And uh, got in and got my business done. So. I still do that when I go in there. And <laughs> so I do. I do too. It's, it's fully I do too. understandable. I do too. And I've got the same TV. In my... It is. It is. It's just like I, I look at it and it's like uh, I, I keep. I, I'm still. I'm still tweaking my my settings because uh, it's like. Yeah, it's like some. It's like the picture. There's something. There's, I haven't quite got dialed in yet. My gaming, my gaming, my gaming looks great. I, I'm not really worried about that. It's just the, the SD and the HD uh, TV that I'm a little bit. I just need to dial in a little bit better. Yeah, I'm kind of hemming hawing about getting possibly a 48 inch OLED and uh, doing like a PC like gaming setup in the same area I have, and then buying a new futon. Because I have a futon that uh, got gifted to me by Des, but it's the one that my dogs basically lay on while I'm working. And uh, yeah, I was like, thinking, it. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking maybe you know I throw this bad boy down, get a new futon, and you know pl- you know use it as a monitor for gaming, use it as a monitor for uh, content, con- you know like uh, like film and watching YouTube and that kind of thing, and then leaving the dual monitor set up for production and work basically uh, on a separate like part of my table i was thinking about buying another table and just going at it so that actually might work thinking it might work for the space yeah and then uh, you know if need be i just uh you know i, I kind of told myself i'm going to get all my organization done in the house first before i do it and maybe i'll light a fire under my ass too because i've had a game room just sitting there languishing for the last couple of years and stuff still in boxes and stuff like that. So just give me incentive to get everything going and get my retro setup going too. So, so maybe maybe you listeners can stir you know stir my pot and get me going. But I need to get myself going. So, so we'll see. I know if Gerald is listening, he's probably screaming at the radio or whatever you're listening to. Like do it. Yeah. <laughs> do get it. Get it done. Yep. Get it done. Well, all right. So <clears throat> speaking of getting things done, we're going to find out what we've been doing in our gaming lives, because our first topic on the docket, as always, is going to be the playlist. All 
All right, Des, let's get you kick things off. What you been playing, man? All righty. So me and Joe have been, you know, playing buddies right now. We've been playing a lot of games together, uh, which is great. I really enjoy multiplayer stuff. Um, we've been playing Outriders is one of the games that we've been playing quite a bit of. Again, Outriders has been a lot of fun. We're uh, plugging through the campaign again. I know Kevin gets in there with us as well, uh, but we've been playing um, a lot more, uh, trying to get our new characters up to snuff. That way we can uh, have someone someone else to play when the next expansion comes out. So uh, again, been really enjoying it. And we'll most likely uh, be continuing to play it because it's a lot of fun. And if you haven't played it, I really, you know, highly suggest that you should. Uh, probably want to wait until it comes out on a sale because I know a sale is going to be coming because it's going to. Um, they're going to probably do it uh, because the new game is uh, the 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 DLC is coming out. So, so definitely pick it up if you haven't. I think it's well worth your money now. I think they they spent a lot of time on it, getting it getting it working and getting it uh, taken care of. And I I just really think it's a really good game. Uh, any thoughts, you guys, about Outriders and 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 our continued uh, playment of it, and if it's good or bad or whatever. <laughs> Uh, we just, uh, I know we've been really concentrating on our uh, second character now. We haven't really done any uh, in-game stuff with our first characters on there. And uh, I'm not sure if you just, if everyone, if we're all just waiting until we get the in-game with both characters and kind of switch, and switch back and forth, if not, you know. So I'd be curious to go back in and do some like uh, World Tier 10, World Tier 11 and see how hard is hard before oh, <laughs> getting yeah. back in, you know. I just know that we have to put. I just know that we have to put more time into into actually getting our 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 uh, gear up, yeah. Our gear, you know. And I, I'm thinking um, having two up there and having two specifically different play styles is really good, because then we can actually take the time to really kind of you know play what we're play what we want to play. Yeah, and be able to mix it up in the end game versus yeah. having to just stick with one character class. Yeah, exactly. See that, so. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, World Slayer doesn't have a release date yet, and um, this says it's 2022. Uh, it says spring, so you know, hopefully, it's a beyond all this, you know, hotness in February and March. That we get something to play April or May to take a look at. So, how about you, Kev? Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um... I really haven't messed with my primary character in a while. I'm fighting through <laughs> I'm fighting through working with the Technomancer. I like the class, but starting out it it is it does get a little problematic. I, I Yes. I ha I do know that he seems to have a stronger melee attack than at least a trickster. Yeah. So I've been utilizing that more, and I, I noticed that there are some perks that feel like I've got one on my current build, which will give that will give my uh, melee attack a one hundred percent, or will basically double whatever my melee attack power is. So when people come up, you know, you punch them, and then they turn into ice cubes the the weaker enemies and then like the 
commanders are frozen for a little bit longer than they normally would be. So I, I think that's the way I'm going to use him. I've outfitted him for with my secondary. I I really like the sniper rifles for him because I I use I use this class at this class as a long distance character. So I've been utilizing him that way. But uh, yeah, I'm in I'm in agreement. It's uh, I'm having a lot of fun. I'll continue to to play. So the next game that Joe and I actually played, and this was a surprise to me because Joe was the one that that actually you know said let's play it was second extinction he was really feeling he was really feeling that xbox and he really was like i gotta give some xbox some love so we went and played second extinction and i have to say it's not a bad game it's definitely a lot more uh there's a lot more movement in it than there is in uh the other game that avalanche did which was uh generation zero where generation zero was like a a survival kind of game versus giant robots. This is like uh, an action shooter versus dinosaurs. So it's a little, you're just trading in, you know, dinosaur, uh, uh, trading in robots for dinosaurs, but, but the movement is a lot better and the moves are for me uh, a lot better. And I don't know, just, just the gunplay is really kind of snappy. So it was actually pretty fun to go back and, and play it. I uh, really wouldn't mind going back and playing it a little bit more. I I do think that this is a game that that um, deserves a little bit more love, even though it is in its um, it is in in previews still, and I need to just I need them to just kind of get on with it. But that's just my own kind of thought about that. But but other than that, Joe, uh, why did you want to play it again? You just wanted to dust it off or something? Or well, that? one I hadn't turned on my Xbox in almost a month. Oh, and, uh, you know, I was thinking of something different to play because we were playing during the day. This happened to be on Friday. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times if it's later in the evening, I just want to play something I already know. I don't want to, you know, do this. And I figured, you know, this is just a bonus gameplay. So I figured throw on the Xbox and throw on something, you know, and, you know, I've, I've been meaning to check out Rainbow Six Extinction, even though it's not my wheelhouse, but, uh, uh, I enjoyed what I played of Second Extinction, and I basically thought and had a lot. You know, I was commenting to you, watching the progress from the last time we played as far as the uh, map, is that it brought me some feelings back, like playing Helldivers back in the day on the PS4. So Yeah, it really did. And uh, even though, you know, the gameplay is not like Helldivers, it's kind of similar. It's like, you know, you are dropping down in pods down to your mission um you bring down pods to you know grab additional ammo and so there's definitely some influence from helldivers with this title and you figure too i mean it's both both helldivers and and uh, second extinction are both developed in scandinavia so there's probably some influence there just because of that reason i'm kind of curious if there's even developers uh that were with uh, the team that did helldivers on the second extinction team so it's kind of curious to see where that influence uh came from on there and i especially with you know just doing a couple missions dropping in dropping out just getting the objectives done i felt like it was fun and it's something that it can be something that we don't have to dedicate half an hour to an hour or two hours to play that we could just drop in drop out and you know do a run real quick and just leave it at that you know so 
Cool. I mean, I, I again, I think we're probably going to end up playing it a little bit more. Uh, and then the last game that uh, Joe and I have been playing has been Lost Ark. Yes, we are playing Lost Ark, and we are really uh, enjoying it so far. I have made technically, I've made seven characters, but but that bum, was bum, on, bum, bum, bum. shut up. But that was on uh, one of the one of the more busier servers. So we went to uh, we moved from that to Rowandell. So if you want to play with, with you know us, uh, we're gonna be starting a guild on Rowandell Gaming Vessels, uh, the Gaming Vessels Guild, and we're gonna be trying to play some. Gonna be trying to play some. Um, so we are still very early in the game. Um, I'm testing out classes to see which ones that I'm really liking. Uh, I tend to roll towards support, so I've been playing the Bard and the Paladin, uh, but I might actually start playing uh, a different a different one. I'm not really sure because both of them uh, both of them can you know clear content and do what they need to do, but they're not the most hard hitting. At least the Bard isn't. Um, uh, so because you're support and that's your that's your role. So. Uh, so I might pick up one more character and, and then have like a rotating of the three characters that I play. So, but it'll be fun. Um, I'm I'm actually enjoying it. I've I have set up my controls the way I needed them to be, and they all work fantastic. It's just really getting into like your weapon swaps and your rotations. I've been reading a lot of guides about it to see, you know, where where I should be doing and and possibly how I should be, you know, uh, building my characters. So. Uh, it's a fun top-down, you know, Diablo-like game, and it's an MMO. So um, I might be playing this for a while. This might be my go-to PC game for a while. So, uh, Joe, what has your experience been? Uh, it's been good. I mean, uh, I know with my first playthrough, it's just kind of fumbling and bumbling a bit with the controller. You know, at first, like I was commenting last episode, that mouse and keyboard is really not my bag. And uh, when you create a new character and try, selected a new server, that made me have to select a new character. So I went with the martial artist on their uh, male ma martial artist at that. And uh, seeing how the kind of gameplay flowed, I was using a DualShock 4 this time on PC, which is uh, great. And there's a lot of R3 and L3 like button selections for like the, the dialogue and whatnot. So I grabbed... Have ever wonderful back button attachment for the DualShock 4, and it's just been like butter on there. And uh, you know, I, I actually like the martial artist quite a bit. I'm kind of curious to go back and maybe create a berserker on the current server that we're on just to get a better feel for it, you know. And uh, I, I started getting into it, brought me some uh titan quest or grim dawn kind of uh, feelings uh just playing it uh, after a while last night and so i'm actually thinking the martial artist might be something up your bed up your avenue kev because there's a lot of combo combinations and chaining and that kind of thing so it is pretty crazy yeah it's not like your typical click 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 diablo game where it's just you know spam 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 i mean there is actually combinations you do and you actually get to see the animations and it's it's pretty cool actually so okay. i know this is not your bag but you know just in case you ever like had an inkling you know to try it i mean by all means but uh i'm i'm thinking you would actually enjoy it. You know, it, it it's almost in a way melee like if you're playing a brawler just in a diablo like setting as i just 
taken aback and how like kind of cool it is to juggle, you know, a certain enemies. That so are, are you happen. like parrying and dodging and doing all that stuff? Or is it, or are you, uh, or is it like Diablo where you're, you have a certain defense level and certain defense certain, level. yeah, okay. certain defense level. And then, you know, obviously you're Fair trying moves. to get, get to the back of the enemy and positioning yourself. And so you're enough to where it, the game acknowledges if you're doing like front damage or you know, rear damage and so on and so forth. So it's, it's all about just making sure that you're chaining your moves going in, you know, cause obviously once you do a move, some moves with the martial artists, you're able to do a couple of times before the cooldown kicks in. Mm-hmm. on there and then you're having to manage as far as trying to get the flow like say of doing the moves in succession and then from there you know going to your more powerful moves and trying to mix in your normal attacks in as well on there to kind of give that buffer time some time to cool down and to recharge on there so and it's a little bit different than diablo for the fact that um i, I just felt the gameplay was a little bit more phonetic than the usual uh, games in this genre, so mm-hmm. okay. You know, it's definitely worth a try. Yeah, you know, I don't know how the MMO ness is gonna go in after a while. You know, I've, we haven't done anything deep as far as raids or playing with multiple people, so I'll have to see how that goes on there. I know listener of the show, Surgeon Fire's has been playing. I know Easy Rockslide's been playing it, so. You know, I'm I'm down, and I know you know more are more PC centric listeners like Gerald, and um, also with uh, God, with Isaiah six eight, which uh, what will on there mm-hmm. too. I don't know if this is going to be up his alley. I know he's going to be all up in that Destiny business in a couple of days. So, but I'm definitely enjoying uh, what I'm playing, and I definitely want to go back and play more. So, cool, 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 cool. Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to say about this is is I have been playing a lot of multiplayer games lately, which is not definitely not a bad thing. But in the next coming weeks, I think I'm going to start devoting a lot more time to single player games because I have a ton of them. And uh, I think I'm just going to have to start uh, carving out some time to play some single player games as well. Uh, because I'm looking at my shelf and I have a, I have a bunch I want to play. Like I want to get back to... Uh, I want to try to play Horizon again and beat that. I'm going to try to play play uh, Dragon Age and beat the four, the third game before the fourth one comes out. Uh, just a couple of games that I oh, Spider Man, Miles Morales. I I have I've had that since Christmas and haven't haven't turned it on or anything. Uh, Dying Light Two. So I have a lot of games that that I just that I just believe I should be spending a little bit more time in. Don't get me wrong though, I will still be playing my. Um, uh, by multiplayer games, but I'm just kind of giving myself a little bit more uh, love for um, uh, for my single player games as well. So that's all I've been playing. Uh, Joe, uh, what else have you been playing, buddy? Uh, other than what we talked about, uh, just still playing more Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart on there, and I am really enjoying my playthrough. I've been kind of just. Uh, uh kind of soaking everything in and um i'm looking to try to beat it and beat the game before i take it back to the library but uh you know push comes to shove i might just uh wait until after may and pick it up for realsies on there but i'll see if i could check it out again at least in in the meantime on that so i could just continue my playthrough i've been kind of 
back burning during the week because my work week was kind of rough, but uh, I'm looking forward to, especially with this long weekend, to get back into it and get some more progress done on it, you know. You know, it's just playing games like this that you can see that the dual sense controller really does have a difference as far as gameplay is concerned. As as comfortable as the Series X uh, controller is uh, for Xbox, and I do enjoy that controller quite a bit. Uh, dual sense with its capabilities, when programmed in and programmed properly, is uh, definitely a, a, a trailblazer or you know deal maker on there. I love the fact that too that the dual dual sense is actually supported on PC on certain games as well. So you love to see it. So. Love to mm-hmm. see it. Yeah, Kev, what you been playing besides uh, Outriders? So I've been playing real life. Uh, there you <laughs> so go. Working, working, uh, working some overtime. Uh, but the only other game I've been playing is Sifu, and I've. Decided, I think I'm going to take like a little bit of a min a min max approach to it. So, I, if you remember the last, uh, I think it was last episode when I talked about the talisman and the things that the your combat tree that you unlock through the talisman. I think I'm going to utilize that a little bit more. Meaning I'm regardless of how well my run goes, because I I go I can get through I can get up to the second the second boss or rather the second stage, the end of the second stage, uh, to be more precise. And I could beat him, but by the time I get there, I've usually been worn out by (laughs) some of the tougher enemies on the way there. Uh, that my guy's old, so he's really strong, but he, he doesn't have a whole lot of health. So what I think I'm going to do is I've been focusing a lot on my spe- my special moves, and I think I'm not. I need to focus more on my focus attacks and building those up and getting those permanently unlocked. So what I'm doing now is I'm just going through the first and second stages all the way regardless of how well I'm doing all the way up to where you confront Sean in the second stage and what I'll do is I'll fight him then when I get killed I'll just quit go back to the beginning and start again now I lose all my experience points from that run but all the way through, you have multiple jade statues that you come across. And depending on how well you fight, you'll get a lot of experience points. So, and, and the cost of your experience, to, of, of the abilities that you unlock, does not increase with each time you unlock them. Because it takes five unlocks to permanently unlock a skill. And I have almost no focus attacks unlocked. And I think that would make, to me, I think I need to focus at least on two of them. The one, the two that I'm thinking about, there's one focus attack that is a, um, a leg sweep. And then there's another focus attack that is a hard knockdown, like a roundhouse kick. And I think I'm going to focus on those two because I think, um, once you get your opponent down the ground, you can follow up with ground attacks that do a lot of damage and 
pretty much set your opponent up for a finisher. So I think I'm going to focus on permanently unlocking those two. Then I'll go back and hit and really hit and try to see, try to make it through the entire game that way. But man, Sifu was fantastic. It, it, I've, I've, uh, I've praised this game a lot over the last couple of episodes, I believe, and it, it, that hasn't changed. It, this, this game is just absolutely outstanding. Yeah, I've been uh, watching some. I'm watching some uh, gameplay of, of uh, streamers play it, and it's just people are having a just a ball with this game, especially with the 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 skins that people the custom skins like yeah Scooby, like like Scooby uh, uh, Ultra Instinct Shaggy and yeah and uh, Daredevil and Chun Li and all these other people and I'm just like wow y'all are just having way too much fun with this number one and uh, number two people are doing different challenges like one some people are doing the Rock Lee challenge uh, and it's so basically because like Rock Lee is uh, you could do the Rock Lee skin is one you could do and then another mm-hmm. thing people are having is you can actually what you do is every time you die you take a drink <laughs> you take a <laughs> shot and so people are actually like you know oh that's what I was like one pe- one person do it but but I think that uh, some other people are most likely gonna gonna try it but basically every time you die you take a shot and it's like I don't know if I, if anyone could do that and actually not die but but I, th- I thought I thought that was pretty funny I have seen some run through well I didn't watch the whole thing because I didn't want to get spoiled okay. but there are some people that have done it there are some people on YouTube that have done the entire game or did run throughs with the entire game not yeah. only without losing uh yeah, using no a talisman but not even getting hit yeah, yeah, the, the no so, kill or no hit runs. The no yeah. kill, no hit runs. But I will probably wind up double dipping because I do want to, I do want to use those skins on Steam. I, I want to do the Ultra Instinct Shaggy and the Chun Li, and they got one for John Wick as well. Yeah, yeah, the John Wick one too. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I will probably end up the next, uh, probably the next Steam sale that comes along. I'll see if that game has dropped in price and. Uh, and and pick that one up on Steam. Figure out how to load mods and all that other stuff. So, so yeah, I will definitely do that. The I attempted to play for Forbidden West uh, yesterday, but what wound up happening is I went and I I went to a I went to a, a restaurant, picked up some food that just happened to have the best fish and chips I've ever had in Fresno. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, do tell, do tell. Yeah. Yeah, so there's this place here. There's this place here uh, called Pismo's, and it's not cheap. It's not super expensive, but ain't cheap. And I decided, I was like, well, it's like, well, let's try the fish and chips. We never, we've never, they, we've never had that. Brought it home, and then, then I, then I, Added to that the uh, classic uh, New England uh, clam chowder. Then they have this thing where they add baby shrimp to the clam chowder. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, best uh, fish and chips and clam chowder that you're going to have, as far as I'm concerned, uh, this side of of Pismo, (laughs) the actual place. and I was like, yeah, I had this great meal, man. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to get, get the rise started, man. I got to that splash screen and I was out 
the itis hit me like a ton oh. of bricks. And no. your boy woke up at like three o'clock in the morning staring at a very beautiful uh horizon forbidden west splash screen. <laughs> so I think I I think I hit uh I remember I remember watching a you know last scene on Horizon Zero. Now they do a very good catch up. So if you have not played the first one, the uh they catch you up very succinctly and I think in very effectively by the narration from a non-playable character who was very important to in the first game and kind of setting the setting a po- up a possible scenario for the second. That's all I'll say. But if you have not played the first you I don't think you will be at a disadvantage going straight into the second, given the narration that they gave at the beginning. But that said, and it's got a beautiful splash screen, like the water I'm looking at it on my TV it looks like the like this wave of water is just gonna flow out of my screen and onto the floor. It's absolutely freaking gorgeous. The HDR. It's my really first time looking at the eight at HDR. I mean, I well, since I've got this new TV and it just it's just eye meltingly gorgeous. So, um, but yeah, beautiful splash screen. Can't tell you anything else <laughs> about the game yet. But uh, due to this three day weekend, I'm that's going to be a priority. Jumping into that with uh, the free time that I'm going to have. So. That has been my game play for this past week. So with that, we're going to kick things off to our main event. So, Des, you got the mic, man. All righty. Uh, first and foremost, thank you to everyone who uh, has always takes uh, participates in our main event. Again, if it wasn't for y'all, we'd just be three dudes just... Uh, yapping into the ether so thank you so much so the question for this main event was what games are you looking forward to from the recent nintendo direct let us know and we'll talk about it on the show uh so alberco on discord said the game that really got me excited during the direct was uh live alive never heard of it and from what i saw was old school goodness with a shiny coat of paint visiting different eras in time uh and the cast looks Great. Definitely getting this game on day one. Also, the direct was pretty good overall. I have to agree. Um, I really thought Live Alive was great. I had no idea what it was or what to expect from it. Joe uh, had talked about it. Um, uh, when 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 I finally saw it, I watched the highlights. Joe actually watched it uh, verbatim. And when we actually uh, stopped and compared notes, I was just like, wow, this is a really, this looks like a really cool game. And Joe was super hyped. He was just like, oh my god, I've I didn't think they were going to bring this game out. This game is awesome. Roar. And I was just like, okay, cool, Joe. So, so, uh, so yeah, yep. it looks, it looks pretty fun. Uh, and I, I'm really, really uh, going to be picking it up as well. I mean, you know more about this game than, than I do, Joe. So, so I know you're probably going to pick it up day one as well. Right. Yeah. And they're going to release a physical too. So if, if you care about that kind of stuff on there and it's going to be out day one, I'm not sure if it's a full, like, Sixty dollar. I didn't look at the retail price on it, but uh, you know it's something that I like to support 
developers sometimes. And Square Enix is not exactly a, you know poverty stricken or anything. They got the money and whatnot. But you know, I want to put my money where uh, support you know these projects uh, that they're doing, and uh, you know bring more games out like this. And so I'm Hell just yeah. buying a game day one and supporting it in, in that fashion is a great way to do it, whether you do it digitally or whether you get the physical item on there. And, you know, um, I'm definitely going to be checking out day one. It's going to be a definitely a summer get for this year that hopefully when I do pick it up, I'll play it right away and uh, have at it. So yeah. yeah, one of the things that I was thinking about is with this and them bringing out uh, uh, Earthbound, and Earthbound Beginnings, uh, I really hope that we're going to start seeing a trend of of JRPGs that did not that never made it stateside, because I'm thinking now would be a perfect time to do it because the way that they're updating those 2D graphics looks really good, and and I'm thinking it's it's just enough polish and just enough high definness to make it look good on the limited hardware that the Nintendo has. So so I'm I'm really hoping that that if you know Live Alive does well, um, they'll bring out other more esoteric games to the system. I mean I, I, I really think that they will, um, especially if it does well uh, commercially. So I can't wait. So uh, Will D on Discord says no Metroid Prime sequel on Switch. That is all. <laughs> so as someone who never played Metroid Prime, I mean, I think I played it maybe once, but it was long before I got, I was okay with playing with first person. And I really was a hater uh, because it went to first person. And I did not like first person. And I was just like, this is not Metroid. So, so I never played any of them. So uh, did either of you play Metroid uh, Prime and, and, and was eager, and is eager for a Metroid Prime sequel? I've oh, never played. I've never really played Metroid at all. <laughs> oh, I thought you did. I thought you no, did the first one. No, I didn't. Never oh. played a Metroid game. Oh wow! Never. Well, I did play the one from Techno Techmo. Other uh, M. Other oh, M. Other N. Other M. Sorry. I yeah. don't. I try not to count that one because I had so such high hopes that that one would be good, and it turned out to not really. It had some great ideas. I thought. Yeah, uh, but the combat really didn't. I mean, that's a the combat just didn't work out. I I won't go into a long smooch about it. But no, I've never played a Metroid. I have my buddy Damon had Metroid Prime for the what is it the GameCube? Yeah, GameCube. And I watched him play, but I don't know it Metroid in first person. Not for me, anyway. I, yeah, I, I, I never could. I never couldn't. I, he loved it. I just watched him play it. And, you know, I it it looked okay, but I don't know. There's just I think Samus is better in side scrolling in appearance, and I think it would it would make a great third person action game if the combat was on point. Because I think her skill set would make it like a great third-person action game, but Other M just did not do it right. Uh, I, I yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I played a uh, Prime One on the GameCube, but I've not played anything since. I do own Prime Two and then Prime Three on the Wii, and then I do have the trilogy as well. Which you know, basically, I don't know if you guys know, but the trilogy kind of brings the waggle 
controls to Prime 1, Prime 2, and you cannot use the controller in Prime 1, Prime 2 on the Trilogy. It's all waggle. No, that's Perfect. a hard pass for me. So that's Just weird. on that. <laughs> that's weird to me. Yeah, but, and, uh, but uh, that's why some people are hoping for this port because they've been asking for a Trilogy port from the Wii over to the Switch uh, before Prime 4 comes out, and... Uh, you know, uh, that might be something to definitely, uh, you know, look forward to. I think that that port is low-hanging fruit uh, for Nintendo, along with the Xenoblade Chronicles X port as well. So, but we'll see if they, they go for it at some point. So, Yeah, my fingers are crossed. Uh, I mean, because now that I'm much more apt to play first-person games, I definitely would like them to take the time to remaster that and put it out. You know, maybe that's why. Maybe they're thinking about remastering the other Metroid Primes before the sequel comes out. I mean, that that might not be a bad idea to, number one, to gain buzz, and number two, to just kind of bring it, you know, bring it back out. So, who knows? But but I'm, I'm there with you, Wilde. I'm there with you. Uh, and then Ren on Discord is just a blanket. I'm excited for this year's games, period, point blank. Well, all right. That's all you need. I, I personally thought the the whole thing was just was just fantastic. I thought they did a really just a really good job with, with the games that, that, that came that the games that were announced. So there I think there was something for everybody there, and I'm just definitely gonna gonna be you know spending some money on on some nintendo games um i'm just like yes so uh and lastly john bt on discord says i'm kind of interested in in the new fire emblem uh mosu game uh uh game mainly because of how much i like uh like age of calamity kirby seems fun too as for metroid i didn't care about the easy mode as i went through the i went through hell that is beating that final boss on normal mode. That game is hard, but you just need to spend the time learning what the what the bosses tells you, and you can do it. Now, dread mode just seems wrong. One hit kill? Nope. Yeah, I I kind of felt that too. I haven't played Metroid Dread, but what I've watched says that the game does not hold your hand. So, so I know that I just need to kind of get ready for it and just you know buckle down and and make it happen. So. Uh, but overall, I thought I thought the whole thing was was good. I thought it I thought it was fantastic. Some of the games that I'm going to be getting is definitely Kirby. I think it's time for Kirby. Uh, it's Kirby's time to shine, and I think this game hopefully will allow him to do that. And it's not this you know huge old shit storm or something. So I really hope that it's a good it's a good game, and that Nintendo you know gives Kirby you know the love that he needs. Definitely going to be picking up uh, Front Mission 1 and 2 when it comes out. Uh, and I'm going to be picking up um, uh, Advance Wars as well. And that's just to name a few. So, Joe, what are some games that you're going to be picking up? Um, I'm excited. Well, there's a, there's a ton of games. Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely interested. Uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2, I already have a pre-ordered. I'm definitely buying that. Not necessarily day one because it's within my little window of non-purchasing but i'll definitely be picking it up uh after that period is over um also interested like you in front mission one and two 
checking that out. I'm gonna actually check out the Disney Speedstorm uh, just because I know Eric from GH Radio is saying that's uh, done by the same people that did the mobile game. Um, trying to think of the name of the game i just had it on the tip of my tongue um asphalt i think is what the name of the game is and so um he talked very uh, highly of the game on mobile and so that might be a good free to play um game to kind of check out chrono cross i'm not going to buy day one but i am going to check out at some point same thing uh kirby uh klonoa day one get yeah klonoa as well yeah klonoa. yeah live a life live a life um I have to know how to pronounce that properly. I think it's Live Alive. Yeah, Live Alive. There you go on there. Definitely um, day one get for me. I'll take a look at Switch Sports. In fact, I downloaded the online uh, test run this weekend and was not able to get in, but I'll try to get in tomorrow. Triangle Strategy, of course. Uh, and then, of course, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 at the end on there in fact um you know i'm going to start my playthrough probably going to play xenoblade chronicles uh remastered first or defensive edition i should say and then kind of take it from there so sweet uh kev what are you gonna be playing buddy so i'll be playing uh, fire emblem warriors don't know anything about fire emblem the story of the characters but i do love a good muso and lately, the licensed ones have been better than, like, the Dynasty Warriors ones. So, mm -hmm. uh, definitely, uh, I'm signed up for that. Kirby, also. Klonoa, as well. There were a lot of good games, or, or games that looked good. They just weren't, m many of them just weren't in my wheelhouse of game genres. So, um uh, I'll I'll appreciate them from afar, but those were the three. Uh, oh, and, and Klonoa. Although I don't know if I'll get Klonoa on the Switch, I might just wait till it comes out to PlayStation because uh, I'd rather play it on the DualSense controller. Uh, um, I'll I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. But down, either way, I'm definitely getting the Klonoa the Klonoa collection. Um. But yeah, those are those are pretty much the only games that that I'll be getting. But like I said, there was a lot of great content. Um, a lot of it just did not necessarily appeal to me. But what did are are day ones for sure. Oh, okay then. Uh, so again, thank you so much to everyone who took the time to uh, answer this question. We love, we always love having feedback, and we really appreciate uh, y'all taking the time. Uh, the next question for our next show is uh, for our next main event is uh, with the pending announcement of Street Fighter VI, and we have some information about that in our news, so please stay tuned. And the recent release of King of Fighters XV. What fighting game franchise is your favorite, and which one would you like to see return to the modern era? Uh, this, should, this should be really good, because all three of us are really big fighting uh, fighting enthusiasts. Like I said before, a while ago, that's how Joe and I started our friendship. Me whooping his ass continuously at Samurai Showdown 2, but we'll talk about that later. So, so, stop, uh, stop it. Stop so, it. I don't uh, want to hear your ish. So, uh, so we'll talk Dri about Drive your that. ass over to Fresno, so, and we'll so, go at it mano a mano, and we're recorded for no. posterity. How about that? I don't, I don't want you to cry in front of your, your, your animals, you know. I don't, want, I, don't want that to, I don't want that to happen. So anyway. Uh, Play Virtual so, yeah. Fighter. Play Virtual Fighter. 
I Wolf has asked that too. So anyway, uh, so yeah, that's the question. Uh, please take the time to answer. We'd love to hear you have to say. And as always, Kev will will giving you another uh, lengthy shout out at the end of the show. So shut the shut the front door there, sir. Shut the front door. So uh, so that's it for me, Kev. I'm gonna shoot it on back to you, buddy. Okay. All right. Oh, this nonsense. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, next topic on the docket <laughs> is going to be the news. All right, Jabroni Chief, you on deck? All right. All right, first thing off the bat, uh, pour one out for both the 3DS and Wii U eShops <sighs> on here. So Nintendo kind of went ahead and announced after all that goodwill with the Direct saying that they are planning on closing both the 3DS and Wii U eShops for new purchases in March 2023. After this point, the ability to buy games or download free-to-play titles and demos will be gone for good. Download codes will also not function. Uh, You will still be able to re-download previously purchased games and DLC and receive software updates and play online. So they're not pulling the rug on that on there. So my pending, um, like I mentioned last episode, I want to play Xenoblade Chronicles X at some point. I still will be able to play it. Whether anyone will actually be online and playing that with me, who knows, but we'll have to see on there but uh you know pour one out if you do want to get some wii u or 3ds games uh, you'll have to go ahead and do so by march next year they are not going to let you buy games via credit card by may 23rd so after that you do have to add funds to your account specifically for wii u or 3ds purchases and then after August 26th, uh, 29th, uh, you will not be able to add funds via eShop card either. So basically, they're really um, putting the bib on, even though they you have until March of next year to uh, purchase games. You need to load her up now versus later on there. And uh, they did put a support blog on there. They also put up a link um uh, talking about your 3ds and wii u memories on there so and um you know i definitely think if you still have those systems and still want to play certain games and take a look to see i would definitely recommend you know going to the eShop and doing your due i think me and des over this uh, christmas past christmas season uh atlas threw up a bunch of 3ds rpgs on the digital shop that were like uh, really cheap, like like 75, 80% off cheap. And, uh, you know, for those of you out there with these systems, I mean, obviously after the uh, shops closed, your only real outlet to get these games and play these games if they're not available physically is to pirate them, unfortunately. And I wish Nintendo would do a better job uh, with this, but you know, I think all things must come to an end. I guess you know they have to, you know, decide on there. One thing I was, I actually thought it was interesting. There was another article on Nintendo Life, and, and they had a quote from someone that works for Nintendo, but obviously did not want to put their name on record, but saying that they were just kind of 
been waiting for the ball to drop on this because uh, they didn't want a class action lawsuit on the Wii U because they should be supporting it for at least 10 years. So basically it's been like 10 years to the day that they announced this eShop closing for Wii U, but the handwriting's been on the wall with that system for a while on that. So, so I mean, it is, I really want, I personally would really want them to, uh, to at least put them on the next system then like if you're not going to if you're not going to have them then at least make them available on the switch you know i I just think it's just a lot of a lot of uh software that they're just you know like hey you know sorry no more available just like that's a lot of games i know and and what's really sad is all those games that that have physical because they're no longer available those prices for those those games are going to skyrocket on the second they're already they're already skyrocketing yeah same so it's just it's just the it's just a no-win situation you know know. anybody so i mean unless unless you're like a a collector so you know hey more power to you because you're 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 about to get paid so (laughs) when in doubt i guess you just need to go out there and get a you know a sd card and uh you know emulator or you know go get a uh a ram cart you know so they do sell like particular cartridges for older systems that you could just basically put an sd card in there or micro sd card and load ROMs onto it and just play it that way. And it just sucks, you know, for the people that want to play these games on there and legit. But, you know, it's like, I know there's some stuff that got kind of lost on the Wii. There was all those Konami reboots that they did on the original Wii. Like uh, they did a Castlevania reboot, a Contra reboot and so on and so forth. And you're not able to buy those anymore either. So, I mean, there's plenty of games that have been kind of stranded on, older platforms and all that virtual console stuff that was on the Wii and, and, and transferred over possibly to the Wii U is going to be stuck there. One of the things in the Q&A and basically and they had, doesn't Nintendo have an obligation to preserve its classics games by continually making them available for purchase? And their answer says, across our Nintendo Switch Online membership plans, over 130 classic games are currently available in growing libraries for various legacy systems. The games are often enhanced with new features such as online play. We think this is an effective way to make classic content easily available to a broad range of players. Within these libraries, new and longtime players may not only find games they remember or heard about, but other fun games they might have not thought to seek otherwise. We currently have no plans to offer classic content in other ways. So, And after they put that Q&A in there, they removed that <laughs> Q&A from the online section. So, Damn. So. I don't even want you to know that, you know, that they're not planning on bringing any more of that virtual console content for uh, the Switch as it stands. And with the second screen on the 3DS, um, all these games are kind of kind of get lost in time. I mean, there's way with particular emulators to put both screens on one, but I think it's really kind of outrageous not to play 3ds games not on the system itself not with having um, you know touchscreen capabilities on the bottom screen on that so so any thoughts you guys Des, uh, besides obviously wanting uh you know nintendo to support or get these uh orphan software out on other platforms put them out on other platforms please that's all i can say just please yeah. just just take the time 
put him in the other just put him in the other ones and just let it be please you know um and i know that they're probably not going to do that because they're only going to put their their most popular games on that but at least give us something you know that's all i ask just give us something and to me, I don't know. This tells me uh, why I want to buy physical on Nintendo platforms. I don't want to buy a sixty dollars digital game because of this reason. So, yeah, I've I've got mixed feelings about this. Same way I did when when PlayStation tried to kill off the, well, I think they did kill off the PSP store, but the PSV and the PS3 store, I think, were on the chopping block and. Uh, folks had a conniption about that and they did a partial reversal on it. Um, <clears throat> on one hand, people forget that those servers that keep these stores up cost money. Oh, yeah. And if people aren't spending enough of their money to justify the output of the company's money to keep those servers going, then you know, a decision is going to have to be made. On the other hand, I will say that I, because of the 3DS's popularity, I was, I was thinking they were going to support that storefront in perpetuity because, I mean, isn't like the 3DS like the number one console as far as units sold go? I might be wrong on that. No, not the 3DS, no. So, Oh, I thought it was. No. Uh, so did I. Like but, I they're, but they sold a crap ton of them. Yeah, almost a everyone had A crap <laughs> ton of them. And I, I, I was actually thinking that that, that, that store was, would, would be maintained throughout. But, you know... Yeah, 3DS sold 75 million units through its life cycle. So. Really? Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was well over a hundred. Yeah, I thought it was more. Uh, you might be thinking of maybe the DS versus the 3DS, maybe. Maybe, maybe. I I, I kind of look at the 3DS and the DS all in the same family. I know one has a dual screen and one doesn't, but yeah, the DS itself <coughs> sold 154 million units. Oh, so. well, there you go. <laughs> okay. Now you can now, but they they still they share the same cartridge slot, correct? Oh, you can't play 3DS games on DS, but, you know, the 3DS can play both. But I mean so. the 3DS, I mean the 3DS can play DS cartridges, right? Correct, yeah. Okay. So that that's, that's where the, the mix-up came in. I, I just kind of lumped them all together in the same family. But, I mean, those stores cost money. And if people are not spending enough of of their money to justify maintaining those stores, you know, they got to make a decision. I can I can I can write General Motors all I want and tell them I want to buy a 1967 Camaro. Why don't they honor the legacy of that of that car and still produce it? They don't because technology changes, uh, requirements change, uh, crash uh, issues. You know, safety has vastly improved. Performance has vastly improved. They're going to, and if I get any response, I'll say, oh, go to eBay Motors and buy one. That's what they're going to tell me. And it's kind of the same thing here. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't play my 8-bit NES games when I bought an SNES. I mean, granted, there was no digital store, but it's it's kind of the same thing. And 
you know, we can't, <clears throat> I don't think it's necessarily the manufacturer's responsibility to maintain these games or access to this content in perpetuity. I, I, I just don't think, I just don't think it is. It, and people say, well, it's because of, well, just digital that should be available on it. It's like, yeah, but somebody's got to pay for those server farms. That stuff is not cheap. It's not cheap. So, while I, I, you know, I understand the the gaming public's uh, frustration at this. On the other hand, I'd say you've got you've had how many years to buy all these games? <laughs> There's always that. I, I mean, and I throw myself under that same bus because yo, I thought when I was working at Toys R Us back in the day. I used to walk by all those those Atari twenty six hundred games, those Intellivision games, and I used to think, oh man, they'll be around forever. I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. Then one day, when I actually did get ready to get around to it, them the mugs was gone. They were gone, and I think this is the same thing, you know. Oh man, I want I re- I wanted to play that game on 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 3DS. I wanted to get that Wii. And by the way, the Wii U was not successful in comparison to Nintendo's other consoles. So I understand them wanting to get rid of that thing <laughs> fast, quick, and in and in a hurry as quickly as 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 fast as possible. So I get the Wii U. I I'm surprised they they've maintained it as long as they did, but. You know, how long have y'all had to buy all these games that you wanted to get? You had a while, you know, so I see both sides of the issue. I see both sides of the issue, but I mean, you know, it's not like you didn't have more than enough opportunity to get these old games. Besides, Joe probably has most of them anyway. <laughs> right, uh, I, I got a good 3DS collection. My Wii U collection is just here, here, and there. Uh, one thing about the Wii U, if you try to collect the physical carts, is sometimes the uh, discs don't work for whatever reason, the ones you get from GameStop. Uh, if you try to resurface them or try to clean them in certain certain way with a buffer machine or whatnot, it makes the discs unreadable, so it kind of makes it kind of hard with that system, especially uh, buying used titles, whether they actually function or not and working. You have to really make sure and test them out if you buy them. You just can't throw them on a shelf and then expect them to work four years later, even though the disc looks shiny and clean and new. So, hmm. but I do have some uh, Wii U games in my library, like you know the Banger Devil's Third, which you know, I can go back and play anytime I want. So, mm-hmm. you know, Itagaki's uh, last game. So. I know what have you have you played Devil's Third Kev? I have not. I, I've seen it. I watched it and I said, you know what? Uh, I I don't feel like I'm missing a whole lot. <laughs> well, maybe when after COVID's around you come over and we could play the the appropriate devil's turd. On yeah, the devil's I saw turd. it. It's like mm, you come a long way from Ninja Gaiden, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing a ball, ball, ball tattooed uh, drummer sitting there beating up folk. Sometimes you just got to try stuff, you know? Yeah. 
got to play it for yourself. So, All right, well, that is all about the 3DS and the Wii U store. We'll have to pour one out there for that. Um, also this week, the for Horizon Forbidden West surprisingly came out yesterday, and it includes gyro controls for aiming. So it's not on the by default, but you'll need to activate the controls in the settings. You can find motion aiming in the controls menu on there. And, you know, basically because you're going to be spending a lot of time in the game aiming with alloys, uh, bow and arrow, the option of gyro controls is a great addition to the game on there. You know, as I think we talked about last week on our Nintendo Direct coverage, um, that gyro controls have been kind of popular in Nintendo games because you have gyro um, capability for both Breath of the Wild and also in Splatoon 2 on here. But uh, yeah, there is people out on Twitter saying that I guess gyro aiming is the business. It basically, it makes uh, arrow gameplay a lot easier and it's changed people how they played the game on there so um any thoughts you guys as far as playing this game using the gyro controls maybe to check it out i mean i might check it out when i get it but i think uh kev since you already own the game you gonna do it i might investigate it i i've had me in motion have i don't have the best (laughs) relation okay I mean, I <clears throat> I think the last time I tried gyro-related gyro aiming was Heavenly Sword using, uh, doing the twing-twang long-distance arrows with uh, the main character's sister, and that was borderline disastrous. It, it, it really was. It, it did not work all that well. I'm sure the technology has vastly improved since then, but I'm I'm old school. I like doing my aiming using my using the sticks. Uh, I'll probably I might give it a try just to see, and maybe uh, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Um, but yeah, me and me and motion controls, we ain't the best of friends. I'll probably try and see how it works when I get it. But but I, if it's if it's not adding anything to the play then probably not going to use it but it's cool i mean hey you know innovate try to do new stuff have fun probably works a lot better than the six axis on the ps3 for sure so probably you know but i think if the six axis actually had you know dual shock capability built within it maybe more people would have given it a shot or developed more for it at the time but you know that was arrogant sony back in 2006 just uh you know, aiming for what they needed to aim for, I guess. So, but yeah, definitely a great addition, you know, so something we'll have to take a look once we get to play Forbidden West on here. And as mentioned on the main event, um, there was an announcement from Capcom that kind of showed up out of the blue this past week. And it was counting down to a particular announcement on Monday, which is going to be on February the 21st. Uh, but Games Beat Jeff Grubb has commented and stating that um, that on Giant Bomb's uh, show this past week that multiple sources have uh, in- intimated to them that a sixth installment of Street Fighter VI is going to be the announcement on there. So, and you know, there's a lot of different 
things that kind of lead up to the fact that this is going to be a Street Fighter related announcement on there. Um, the season finale of uh, Capcom Street Fighter Pro Tour starts on February 17th on there, which was a couple days ago as of this recording on there. And I already noticed, too, that there were some cross promotions like Minecraft has currently a Street Fighter cross promotion going on right now that just was announced like a couple of days ago. If you want to see like pixelated like Ken and Ryu and Minecraft, you can go at it on there. So and, uh, you know, especially with the uh, Street Fighter Pro Tour uh, ending um this week you know today's you know, it's a long weekend so i believe it ends on monday as far as the final event for uh, street fighter pro tour so we will have to see on this um i know also too i was looking at um a resetera thread and there was even some like retweeting from the xbox camp on this particular tweet so there's a possibility because street fighter 5 kind of got um, relegated to PlayStation for um, console release is that, you know, with this not maybe backed up by Sony this time, like Street Fighter V was, um, that there's a possibility that this game might be multi-platform as well. So uh, what's you guys' thoughts on Street Fighter VI? I mean, uh, we know with Luke being introduced not too long ago as a character, we can't anticipate he's going to be in Street Fighter VI, but Kev... Uh, what do you think about this game, or what's your anticipation for it? Uh, <clears throat> I think Street Fighter uh, mechanically is probably the best the series has been since, I'd say, uh, Third Strike. Just my opinion. I did not like. I did not like the way Four played at all. I'm not in love with the graphical style of Four. Or five, I think all the characters kind of look like, like stuffed, stuffed caricatures. Like they're stuffed with cotton or something. It, 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 they look like they would be, be sitting on on someone's shelf that collects stuffed animals. I just can't get past. I think five looks way better than four, <laughs> for sure. But I, I'm I'm just not in love with the graphical style. Um, Luke mechanically kind of changes the changes the mechanics of five he's a lot faster he's more rushed down he is his his uh his v skills actually i mean you can't really they they propel you towards your opponent so they've already said that luke is is the basis for street fighter six mechanically so I think a lot of the things that Luke does, I think six is probably going to be a faster playing game. Probably. It might be the fastest playing street fighter that Capcom's ever done. I don't think it's going to be versus style fast, but it's going to be faster than, than uh, four or five were considerably based on how Luke plays. Um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm excited to, to see, but at the same time, uh, there are just, I don't know, there's other fighting games that have just really taken over my attention. Now, granted, I haven't been playing fighting games as much as I had been telling 
folks on the show as uh, uh, that I would be. I mean, I, I finally was able to get a hold of, a, of the elusive hit box, which is for me a godsend when it comes to playing fighting games. I, I, I mean, I still have my arcade sticks. I'm going to keep those, but <clears throat> I am, I am pro hitbox all day, air day. And I, I haven't gone back and played, but man, I, I mean, the stuff that, uh, particularly that, uh, Arxis is doing from fighters to that upcoming, uh, uh, dungeon DNF, um, the, uh, the, uh, what is it? French breads. Oh gosh, what was that last one that they came out with? Um, oh, the the Melty Blood, their sequel to Melty Blood, absolutely fantastic. I mean, mechanically, character design, art style, the uh, French bread and Arxis have this have the graphics presentation that I want in a fighting game. It looks ha- like hand drawn art. But it's actually based in it's actually three D three D those are actually three D models. Fighters looks like the freaking anime. I mean, it, it's absolutely beautiful, and I don't know. I I really hope that Capcom, although I doubt it, <clears throat> I really hope that Capcom switches up the graphic present graphical presentation of six. Um, like I said, I don't think they're going to do that. I think five is the basis for for six as the presentation. How it's going to look. Luke is going to be the basis or of the new combat system in six, so it's going to be a lot faster. But you know, I don't know that I'm my attention as far as fighting games are in and by other companies, other products, other games. Uh, so I, I definitely want to see what how it turns out, but I don't think I am as uh, excited as I otherwise would be. And something else, I really wish they would revisit the Alpha series. Mm-hmm. I really wish they would revisit the Alpha series. If if there are so many, there are so many. I mean, some of those characters have moved on, have moved into. Um, main numbered street fighter games but i think there is a lot of untapped uh particularly when you talk about like how uh the mortal kombat games have done with their stories i think they could do a whole lot of great stuff with the alpha characters with with those games and and alpha that really have not seen some of those characters really haven't been seen since (laughs) <laughs> since alpha alpha three you know so i don't know that, that that's that's kind of that's kind of where i am on on, on street fighter six you kind of read my mind because i was thinking exactly what if this is like just oh this is street fighter six the street fighter alpha four and it's like to die i would not you know? be mad at that at all to die i would oh. not be mad at that i would not be mad at that at all yeah, uh, a lot of people are speculating too. There's just speculation that uh, I was reading a Twitter thread that was kind of interesting that they were thinking, what if the game comes out and it's free to play, meaning that you'd have to like you know pay for fighters that you want and it comes with a base roster of uh, 
fighters, and then obviously you can either earn additional characters through gameplay or dropping some coin on there and whatnot. And I'm not sure if I'd like that. I think I'd rather just pay to get a complete package myself and then, you know, obviously get the additional fighters when they bring them out in seasons and whatnot like they have done on there do you guys think a free-to-play um, model would work with street fighter or you want to like get, get that crap out of my fighting games or anything in general i would hate that i don't think i don't think it would be a good thing although that's i mean that would be a cost-effective way to do it you know just have a gas game uh for street fighter and then and then release rosters I'm telling you, that's probably what they're going to end up doing with with sports sports games. You know, get you one Madden, call it call it Madden Ultimate, and it just all you do is every year you download a DLC pack with all the new rosters and you just play your game. I mean, so I mean, if if they go to that route, you know, I would I would think that that would be horrible because then I think that they would be locked into a specific uh, art style, and um, and then that would be the end of it. So. So, uh, Joe, I think you should just, you know, wash that filthy mouth of yours and stop putting that into the ether because I don't think I, I don't think that would be good for a Street Fighter if they did that. I, I did not put it in the ether. I'm just repeating what I saw on Twitter. Don't put it out there. Twitter. Don't 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 give it life. Piff piff, there, sir. Don't give I, it, I, I, I think negate. it it probably is going to is that's coming sooner than later. I don't know if they're going if it would be. I don't know if Capcom would be the ones to do it, but I think that is going to be coming to fighting games fairly soon. The reason I say that is because it's a fighting is, is a niche genre as it is. And the idea of giving you the game for free and then charging you for, you know, the new characters, the skins and all that stuff you know, like you were saying, makes sense. Mm, so sad, but though. there's, and, and I believe me, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And, and, and the reason I don't want to see it is what you're going to wind up doing is you're going to be dumbing down the mechanics so you can get more casual people in the hopes of getting more casual people into it. So the games are going to be dumbed down. Not to say that the games aren't already easy to get into, but underneath that surface like fighters is a great example underneath that initial surface of just hitting one button to do combos there is this ocean vastness of depth within fighters and just about every other fighting game any every other modern fighting game that you can think of has that but i think if you gas it up there's really not going to be the intuition or or the the uh it's not really to your best uh advantage to do it like that because you're catering to a more casual customer and as you and if you have a a deep fighting mechanic new characters particularly if they're behind a paywall it, it's going to be dang near impossible to 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 balance. I think. Oh yeah. You're, you, I mean, they're all uh, DLC characters. Yeah, they're already behind a paywall, but they have gone through this process of okay, how does this affect the other rosters? 
Do we need to give other ca other characters different moves or change their hit boxes or hurt boxes in relation to what we're doing with this other character? I feel that there is a more attempt to keep things as balanced as possible. But when you make everything gas and you give it a free, it's a free game, there's not that much incentive to keep things as fair in my mind as they otherwise would be if the if this is a paid product. So uh, I think if they do that, they're going to just do a separate things. You know, uh, Tecmo Koei, Koei Tecmo, um, they did release like a free version of Dead or Alive, both for five and six. They have like their core fighter. It's a separate download. It's for people. It's like almost like a, in, a, in a demo in Wolves Clothing where you could actually uh, buy additional characters for that on top. I think, you know, I, that would be the only way I would want to see something like this. I would want the ability to still buy the full game proper. And I think they're still going to lap it up as far as to be able to get people to do that. But it wouldn't bother me if they offered like, say, maybe a, a demo slash a game where you could, you know, expand upon it if need be too as well. Yeah, but Dead or Alive 5 is already a complete game. Yeah. That game is done. So all the balancing that they've done, that work is already that's that's already finished. And when you're talking about a gas game, is where you where you they give you two or three characters or six characters, let's say it starts you off with eight for free. The whole game's for free. And we want to bring more people in, more casual people in. They're not spending money just to just to get into the game. Then we'll well, hey, we we got to come up with these other characters that we're going to put behind the paywall. So there is an incentive to make those characters better than the ones that you get with the free game. So then you have this greater incentive to make this more pay pay to win you know uh, that's just I, I don't i don't give <laughs> i don't trust these corporations to do what we would like them to do to make gas a viable option for us i don't i really don't i think if it, and i honestly think fighting games are going to be eventually going down that route at some point and when they do it's going to be when you get to the tournament level, all your top contenders, none of them are going to be using the base characters. They'll be oh, using no. the ones behind the paywall. Probably. Because there's a greater incentive to make those characters that people are going to be spending money on better, particularly if you're not going to change the depth of the mechanics that are already in the game, because the reason you make it gas is to bring in casuals to get them interested. So your mechanics can't be all that deep to begin with when you're, when you're looking at the gas model. So yeah, uh, I don't want to see that either. Uh, I don't want to see that. Maybe instead of Street Fighter Six, it'll be Tekken Cross Street Fighter. You know, maybe Namco's finally. <laughs> I'm I'm not so sure. This I'm thinking it's probably going to be a Resident Evil because with Village came out, they were talking about this multiplayer thing that was supposed to come with it. It's still it's still on its it, way. Yeah, I'm thinking it might be because when when you look at the countdown, that countdown looks a lot like the the font used in Resident Evil Village. It, it it looks a lot like the font used in Village, 
so unless they unless Grub is basically saying this is definitely going to be Street Fighter Six, I'm not necessarily convinced it is going to be a Street Fighter announcement. I would just think that they would just save the, something like this for Evo. Yeah, um, they are ending it. I mean, the end of the Street Capcom Cup is on Monday, so. You know, I think it's kind of coincidental that the Street Fighter Pro Tour is ending on Monday, mm. and this is when this announcement's going to drop. So, well, that is their own sponsored tournament, so I guess it does make sense. But I think you have the eyes of the entire fighting game community. Yeah, are at Evo. I think that's where you would make an announcement, like particularly a numbered Street Fighter. I, I, at least that's just what makes my makes sense in my head. Not that announcing it now. Uh, on the at the end of Capcom Cup doesn't make sense, but we'll see. It'll be a definitely we'll something we'll talk about during main event ne next episode for sure. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, Resident Evil Reverse, which is the multiplayer section of uh, Village, is still coming in 2022 at some point. So, hopefully, they get that thing right because every online mode I've seen in the Net Mercenaries game been mm -hmm. I'm some good. Somebody, I'm good. I yeah. I when I when I think Resident Evil multiplayer does not come to mind at all. So no. I'm good. All right, and then I did have one last story to kind of talk about real quick, and it's just about a game that we talked about before on the show a little bit. Uh, this was during uh, an Xbox, you know, E3 or a game showcase, but. Uh, uh, previously, they showed this game called Century Age of Ashes, and it kind of got my interest a little bit, but it was like the uh, kind of dragon-to-dragon multiplayer gas game, basically free-to-play multiplayer dragon game that uh, eventually has come out for Steam on here, but it is coming out for both Series X and S and Windows PC on March the 10th on there. So, And the Xbox version will feature cross-play and cross-progression with the PC version. It is also planned for release for PS5, PS4, Xbox One, and mobile. Xbox One, you, I don't know about that business, but <laughs> for anyone still rocking that old Xbox One VCR version with the TV, TV, TV plugouts. But, um, you know, this is the um, multiplayer dragon battle game on there. So you're able to customize your dragon. Uh, gas it up to your heart's content and compete to become a legendary dragoneer on there. So. So I'm kind of curious about this game. I don't know if you guys are, but, you know, it is free to play. Um, you know, basically the only thing that you could purchase is um, cosmetics. That battles are indeed won by quote-unquote skill and teamwork <laughs> itself. So so any thoughts about Sentry? Or you, do you guys remember this game from the last one of the Xbox showcases, this Dragon to Dragon craziness? Oh, I remember it. I have no desire to play it, but I remember it. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it's if it's team based, the the only way I would play a game like this is if I had a group of a pool of people that I would be able to play with. Because I ain't jumping in no random in no random uh, lobbies dealing with asshats. I'm I'm just not. I have zero tolerance for that in my gaming life. So. <clears throat> I was much more interested in this game uh, just from the initial impressions that I saw until I found out that it was A, multiplayer, and then free-to-play. 
and my interest in that just plummeted. So, you know, I'll, I will await your report. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, <laughs> hey, if, if we get enough listeners to maybe do this on a game night, who knows? Maybe we'll be able to get a team of four, you know, and you could ride out in your dragon in style, Kev. So. But you see, that that's the thing. It, it can't just be like a team of four because I don't know. What is this? So what is this like? What is this? Six on six or ten on ten or something like that? I, I don't know. Everybody's schedules, particularly as we as we grow older and our responsibilities increase, our game times, our ability to play changes and or decreases. Um, and I'm not jumping into these lobbies and listening to 12 year old Timmy talking about the legitimacy of my of my of my siring from my parents. Uh sitting in his basement chewing Doritos. I, I'm not going to do it. Not. There is three to three and six versus six versus six. So um, there is a mode called Carnage, which is a six versus six killing spree. Now, and I then, would play Now I would play this game if it was like team deathmatch. Yeah, it's team deathmatch. OK, well, a, that would be the only that would be the only mode I would play where I can just mute everybody and not listen to the nonsense. But if I had if it's team based where there's goals that need to be met. No, if I'm is, not playing with people that I know, uh, -uh. there is a mode called, called Gates of Fire, which is a, a flag possession of a flag on there and you're supposed to gain points by flying through gates around the arena while holding the flag is what basically is it so yeah yeah i know yeah <laughs> and the team that the team deathmatch thing gets old very quick i know it gets old very quick so yeah i it just I depends know. I, you know to me it might be worthy we'll, we'll see you know for uh for us uh, folk that can't buy new games until May, you know, maybe it's something I'll check out and I'll give a report back. Who knows? Yes. So. Yeah, let us know how you like it. Will do. And anyone listening out there wants to join me, definitely let me know. You know, Gerald, I know you have your Xbox, you know, and hell, I might just download this on Steam and just give it a gander right now. Who knows? But yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Have fun, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the news for this episode well all right all right so as always we want to shout out those who take part in our main event so special shout outs to alberco will d ren john bt so thank you guys for uh responding to our main events thank you all for uh actively being for being active participants in our on our discord server uh and for listening to the show because like i say without without you guys we're just three old men yapping into the internet ether and uh i don't want an episode to go by without properly thanking those who participate in our main events and our discord server on a regular basis Contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you want to use. If you've heard something that you want to respond to, or if you yourself would like to actually be on the show and get your opinions on the wonderful world of gaming out to our listeners, 
You can send that feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at gamingvessels. That's G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. As well, and, and we are also, as I mentioned before, on Discord. You'll be able to find the link to our Discord server on our Twitter page, as well as whatever podcast aggregate you use to download this show. There is no waiting period. There is no approval hoops that you need to jump through. Just click the link, join join up, and enjoy wonderful discussion on gaming without the dumpster fire nonsense that typically accompanies uh, most social media social media platforms, regardless of the topic at hand. So uh, we, individually, we have our own social media accounts. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at Shonuff71. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I'm Shonuff7. Same spelling with the number 7 at the end. Xbox, I am Shonuff071. Same spelling with 071 at the end. Steam, I am Shonuff71. Same spelling as originally. And my Switch friend code is 76582155-3309. So, Dez, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? All righty, everybody. You can find me on Twitter at the Nemo 6 That's T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X on Twitter again. You can find me on PSN, uh, Steam, Xbox Live, at Nemo Tigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. And you can find me on Nintendo uh, at 5280-6674-4519. And as always, when you message us, please let us know how you heard about us, mention the show or something, because we want to talk to people, not bots. They know what they did. Joe, where can folks find you, buddy? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at... Uh... Jabronichi, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F. Uh, also the same handle. Uh, can, you can find me for both PSN and Steam. Uh, Xbox, I am Jabronichief uh, with the 374 at the end. And Nintendo, I am 4712-5953-1409. And on Discord, you could, you know, obviously join me, uh, join us on Discord, but my user handle on Discord is JabroniChief. So capital J-A-B-R-O-N-I, capital C-H-I-E-F. All right, all right. So, again, thank want to thank you all for listening. That is going to bring episode 159 of the Gaming Vessels to a close. For Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. the Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who is that food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar? I am Shonuff71, aka Digga Dulamite. Yeah, yeah, purple bling bling, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we will be back in next week. Shut episode up. 160 for your auditory canals. Peace. <laughs>